0: Everybody to the Call to Action podcast. Today is Thursday, April second, and we have quite possibly the the biggest guest we've ever had on our <laughs> podcast, <laughs> the winningest coach in Kent State basketball history, Rob Senderoff. Coach Senderoff, thanks for joining us today. How you doing?
1: You are too kind, Jeremy. You're too kind. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing fine thank you
0: yeah we got to butter you up you know yeah. so <laughs> right. you, you take it easy rain. on me throughout the uh throughout this too so um, what, what's been going on in your world we're all kind of stuck at home and uh trying to get by as best we can but from from what you've been up to just take us kind of from from the moment we've all kind of been locked indoors
1: yeah Uh, basically I spend a lot of time I'm in my office here in my house and uh, spend a lot of time in here I got a computer in here where I'm able to watch film of recruiting prospects Um, been trying to reach out and and communicate somehow with my returning players you know if not every day every other day Um, once a week talk with my academic advisor we have a group meeting uh, with her and our whole staff and really trying the best I can to to maintain as much normalcy as possible in a, in a time that's obviously about as far from normal as, as any will ever see.
2: Who's uh? you said you talk to most of your players every day or every other day. Who's, who's yeah. struggling the most with this, with this quarantine stuff you think?
1: Yeah. You know, I think all of them in, in their own way. Um, you know from a school perspective I think they sort of like it They're, yeah. they' they don't have go <laughs> class right but um, you know not being able to play basketball uh, and, and have access to a gym a lot of these guys don't have access to a to a gym so it makes it really challenging for them they don't have access to a weight room so our strength coaches found ways to give them sort of workouts they can do on their own at home um, you know checking in with them and uh, it's just been, it's, it's tough for everybody in different ways. Obviously that's a minor inconvenience in right. the whole realm of things, but for the world we live in uh, as college basketball coaches and what we do, what our players like to do as a, you know, 19 to 22 year old that loves basketball. It's, it's tough that a lot of these guys have access to a gym and,
0: rna you know aren't able to play or lift or do yeah and uh one one positive note uh from this past week is uh it's kind of crazy to be honest when you hear like it's really good news that a guy's gonna be staying i mean that's that's the world we live in right now yeah is, yeah is that you now know what? it's huge news but yeah
1: so so our uh fifth year senior danny pippen Uh, he put it out on social media that he was going to come back to Kent his senior year and and let me be clear on that one that was my suggestion that he put it out there he he was not looking to sort of make an announcement necessarily that he's coming back Um, I I sort of because I sit here in front of my computer you can't see this in the background but you know all day and I'm on Twitter and following recruiting because that's that's what our our livelihood is to a big degree um and you see all the announcements of kids leaving uh kids going pro uh kids not coming back to school all these different things so i i sort of told danny i said you know i know you want to come back we have sat down we've had all the conversations that that we needed to have regarding his future what he thought was best um Let's get you some positive publicity because it seems like all of the publicity goes to the kids that choose to leave, whether it's in their, you know, ultimately turns out to be good decisions or bad decisions. I said, you know what, Danny's really, really liked here in Kent. He's been a fixture, obviously, for four years. He was, you know, he's now one of the only players in our conference that has played in an NCAA tournament. Uh, because a lot of these kids have have cycled through, um, you know. He he's done a great job academically. At, as in high school, he was the valedictorian of his high school. Uh, he's done a really good job here at Kent, and let's get you some positive press and uh, our program for for the decision that you felt you and your mom and family felt was the best for for your career. And and I really think this will be a great thing for him. Uh I I know I'm gonna work very hard to make sure it is and I know he's gonna work very hard to make sure it is. And to me I I just felt like I see all these things of people going and everybody applauding them. Let's applaud somebody who's who's decided to to stay with their program.
0: Yeah, I I mean I loved it. Uh (laughs) yeah, good. That's what I started to say is just you 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 hit it yeah, it's you great see all these things people right. leaving and and it's it's great it's refresh. i saw yeah. jeff goodman pick it yep. up yep. and yep. say you know this is refreshing this is loyalty and and that's important and uh yeah as, as someone that's been in this as long as i have as long as you have you know that the times have changed and and to see that is is just great well, so well,
2: i mean it speaks to your program too right because it's so easy to to leave now you know it's, yeah. it's so easy to you know try and make that next step. But to have that type of loyalty is, I think, the, yep. some of the ultimate respect.
1: Absolutely. And we've had it both ways where some kids have decided to leave. And unfortunately, for the most part, the ones that have, um, you know, they, they, it hasn't helped their playing career. It sort of mm-hmm. hurt their playing career. Uh, you know, we had one kid where it sort of ended their playing career. So, um, you know, I I do say this and it's for everybody, right? The grass isn't always greener on the other side and for Kent isn't perfect. I'm far from perfect as a coach, uh, but I try to do the best I can for my guys. Um, as you know, Jeremy, after these guys have played, I've had a lot of them that have come back and started yeah. working, you know, their, their professional career when they're done playing coaching under, you know, here and then moving on and doing well. So We try to take care of our guys here the best we can. Uh, I do think Danny's developed a tremendous amount over his four years here as a player, as a person. And there's still more room to grow because he wants to. And and I would expect him to have a long playing career after college. And I do think there's another step for him. And, um, you know, I think he'll he'll achieve that step this coming season uh, with the work I know he's going to put in. And uh, just excited to have, you know, he'll be the centerpiece of, of our team next year. Um, and then he's going to have to deliver the way some of our other centerpieces have. And as you know, you know, guys like Jimmy, uh, Jimmy Hall, Jalen Walker, Justin Green, those guys have delivered, which is why, you know, we've had tremendous success. And this will be Danny's opportunity here as a senior. And uh, we'll have some other really good players around him, obviously. but as a fifth year senior who will be one of the preseason, all conference type guys, um, you know, there's going to be a lot on his shoulders and I, I do feel like he'll be prepared for that.
0: That's great. I mean, just, just to hear all that and to, just to hear a little basketball talk. Uh, yeah. We can talk you know, everything. And, 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 and about guys coming back. Yeah. And and just, it just, uh, it's good. It's always good to hear. Uh, it's, it, as we all talk about, and I'll just ask you real quick, I know you've gone over it a bunch for me, for us, uh, but, you know, this is a special conference, and a lot of people um, may not watch us all the time, but just from your words, uh, you know, what, what makes the MAC so special? And why should guys want to stay in this league and play in this league?
1: Well, I, I think this is, you know, it's it's gotten so much better in the time that I've been here, and I've been an assistant, and a head coach now in this league for, you know, almost 20 years, 15, 16 years with a small break in there. So it used to be where the top of the league was pretty good, but there were some really bad teams in the conference and there was a big disparity in the league. You know, now the the way that our conference has trended, it is an excellent conference top to bottom. Uh, the difference between there are no haves and have nots. Uh, like you have in some other leagues. Uh, the coaching in the league is very good. The players in the league are, are very good. And then you look two years ago, you know, you had Buffalo, which was a top 25 team, you know, all season long, basically. So you did have an elite, elite team. And, uh, you know, those days are hard. So, so you know, to, to get that um, that type of team together. But the, the league is very, very competitive night in and night out. And there's a lot of good, good basketball players in this conference, along with obviously good coaches and good fan bases. And uh, I, I just think it's such a competitive league year in and year out. It's a lot of fun to be a part of.
2: Well, sure. I mean, after that, I kind of want to transition. You said you've been on Twitter a lot, and you're scrolling through Twitter recruiting and, and doing all that yeah. type of stuff. You've also been busy uh, doing your top five on twitter wow, yeah
1: yeah. And yeah you know what <laughs> saturday saturday morning i woke up early and i'm sitting there and it had been after a week of sitting by my computer and um you know i'm reading you know as i said i scroll through and i'm reading all these things everybody's got everything i said you know what man i'm gonna spend about an hour here coming up with all of these things that i that i like nobody cares obviously but i try to uh Try to maybe get some conversation going, I guess, on Twitter or have some fun with some of the people I know. And uh, I spent about an hour sitting there jotting it down and then typing it up. I don't know what did what did we think? Were there any things yep. that anybody well, liked? Or, or, I wanted
2: or, I wanted or, to ask: Was there anyone that told you, you know, like you're wrong? Like this def- definitely doesn't belong in the top five? Were there any like? Surprises? Yeah, did you get some arguments in there? Yeah. Did you?
1: You know what I didn't get arguments but but i I did get immediately after posting uh my top five I put my top five uh Robert de Niro movies and I did not have raging bull on there okay mm. so that's, yeah, uh, that's
0: that's a problem <laughs>
1: listen, I can understand it's a problem but i I sort of have my own personal this is my point I wasn't trying to say it's his best five per- it's my favorite five movies that he was in and uh i happen to be a big fan of midnight run it's one of my favorite movies of all time so uh i put that in there and in doing that i'm obviously going to knock out i think he won an oscar uh if i'm not mistaken for uh for uh raging bull i could be wrong but um maybe no, Bull won an oscar anyway yeah yeah. Anyway, I, I can understand. I'm probably, you know, is, is that one of his best movies? Uh Midnight Run to me it is, but that's it the whole deal. It's an opinion, right? That's <laughs> yeah. my opinion. Well what well, i stand by it.
0: That's why we do the lists. Yeah, uh, right? I, I personally the and then Eric, I'll let you jump in. Yeah, I on. I um I woke up that morning. I started seeing them. And I said, I hope I'm, I texted it. I texted coach. I said, I hope I'm tagged in one of these because we're all looking for something to weigh in on. And I could have without being tagged, but um, that's great. I think it, I think during this time, uh, humanizing our coaches and people that just see you on a court or doing interviews. I mean, you have your favorite stuff and, and to have those lists out there on Twitter. I, I think it's a fun thing. I think, I wish more people did it. So I woke up. It, now, don't get me wrong. It was a flurry of activity. It was a
1: flurry. <laughs> it, was a, yeah. <laughs> it was a flurry of activity. And look, but, uh, it I, I, process, I, but
0: it was a lot to process, but it was great.
1: Yeah, I didn't want to spread it out over a week. I said, you know what? I'm going get to you, get you real hard. I'm going to punch you <laughs> right in the face. I'm going to get it all out there. <laughs> Those that want to pay attention can pay attention. Those that want to ignore it, go ignore it. Go about your day. I'm not going to bother you once a day. I'm going to bother you one time. I I came up with my top five wedding songs of all time, which I thought again, who would think of a top five wedding song of all time? But that's when I woke up that morning. That's what I was thinking about, and that's what I said. Let me put put my list. I'm just
2: happy the cha cha slide wasn't on there.
1: Yeah, I'm not. (laughs) I'm not a dancer. At some point here, (laughs) uh, I'm gonna have to get this. uh, My wife's a good dancer. At some point here, you know, I see everybody doing TikTok. My, I have two young two daughters. That I think they're gonna try to get us on a family TikTok. That'll be an embarrassment oh, that I'll leave. have to live yeah. With. I'll have to live through at some point. That <laughs> I will not be posting and I hope it'll be followed. I don't even know how that works. We can but we
2: can find it. And in the internet. You can find it. it. Yeah. You could
0: you could find right. these things. Well, what was your top wedding song? I don't Celebration.
1: have Celebration. Celebration. Of course. Mm-hmm. Celebration. <laughs> I was yeah. gonna
2: say one of my one of my favorite things on here was your on your top five favorite basketball players of all time. Chris Mullen was number two. Now I don't this, I don't yeah. I don't have an illustrious basketball career, but yeah. I am I am a lefty shooter. So that was that there was go. really good to and, see. And, uh, I was I was gave you the ultimate respect on Chris Mullen.
1: And I grew up uh, right outside of New York City okay, when, he yeah. Saint, when he went to when he went to St. John's was when I was starting to play basketball. So he would be, you know, he would be the guy that, that, you know, you would look at at, and say, okay, uh, this is the guy. I wish I could be Chris Mullen. I mean, and Mm -hmm. uh, following his, obviously he had a great NBA career, but as a college player, you know, those days of of the old Big East with him and Patrick Ewing Mm -hmm. and all that, Louis Karnasek, that was, that was what we were able to watch back then. Uh, where I grew up, there was a station called WWOR, which was Channel 9. It's sort of like, uh, you know, it was a local, more local station. It's not an ABC, NBC, CBS. It was a local station, and they played. They had St. John's games on that the New York area, everybody was able to watch. This was pre-ESPN or maybe even when ESPN was just starting, but that was a huge deal, getting to watch Chris Mullen uh, every night. So he – yeah, he'll always be one of my that's favorites. Great. Yeah, one of my favorites, for Love sure. It. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, I'm looking at your list now. I, and you. Uh-oh. I like that you stated that the, these were your favorite players, not not the best. Yeah, not clearly. the best, right. right. Yeah. I, I
1: understand. Like, Charles Oakley isn't one of the top five <laughs> players of all time. I get that, right? But who wouldn't want Charles Oakley on their team? The Oakman. Yeah. Like, that's again, true. growing up, that that's the – that's my New York bias, I guess. Like I grew up a Knicks fan, and um, you know, at, at the time you hated Michael Jordan because he always knocked the Knicks out, but mm-hmm. you respected him at such a ridiculous level because of how good he was. He's obviously and he's number one to me. And I know in Northeast Ohio we have LeBron, but for me, my generation and where I grew up. It's impossible for somebody to tell me there's better than Michael Jordan. I'm not hearing that, I'm not listening to that. That's who it is. I, I'm really excited for that ten part documentary because oh, I do oh, think yeah. this generation, the the guys that all look up to LeBron right now and see him as the GOAT, I hope and I do think that they will have a even greater appreciation for what Michael Jordan did. But Going back to that, I do have some bias. I have some on my list of things that I like. I have some early '90s, late '80s uh-huh. childhood bias. I'm not, right? uh, I like, wasn't.
2: I wasn't gonna pretend to know every every movie right. or or uh, yeah. Rob De Niro movie on there, but th- that's okay.
1: Yeah. Well, again, uh, that's where Midnight Run is not gonna be one that everybody would see uh, because everybody sees goodfellas everybody's seen mm-hmm. the yeah. godfather right but midnight run is a classic if you you have two hours on your time uh, on your hands go watch midnight run charles Broden, robert de Niro uh yeah, it, it's, it's a, uh, it's, a cl- it's a classic it's a classic uh movie and and i can go on caddyshack you know oh, yeah. those type mm-hmm. of movies round yeah rounders things like that so um, I, I think that's, the one. That's sort of what I grew I, think, up with.
0: I think the one favorite basketball player on my list that would be uh, out of the norm would definitely be uh, Delhi. <laughs> oh I yeah,
1: love, there you go. I got. love Delhi. Uh, How can su- you not?
2: Right. I'm surprised uh, as a New York guy that John Starks isn't on there for you, Coach.
1: Yeah, John Starks is 17. I, I love John yeah. Starks, yeah. man. You love John Starks, love him. Yeah, at at, at that point. Uh, yeah, love John Starks. I went old school Bernard King because yep. that's when I was just growing up, eight, nine, ten years old. Bernard King was the, you know, right. I don't want to call him the James Harden of that time, I, I, but he could score like nobody else. The, the best mid-range game in, in the business, post, face-up, unstoppable. Um, if he didn't tear his ACL when he tore his ACL, it was a time where you couldn't recover from that the way you can currently. Yeah. Um. I remember watching the game where he tore his ACL. They were up big with under two minutes to go in the game, and he came down on a fast break and tore his ACL. And um, he was one of the greatest scorers of that time, you know. And 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 then Chris Mullen, obviously, who I love. The MJ, you know, MJ's MJ. Uh, Oakley, and and Carl Malone was another guy I just grew up always always liking. I don't know why, but I. Yeah.
0: Yeah, he's a he's a classic for sure. Yeah, monster, monster, monster. What what? Here's a tough one for you. Say you were a coach of a Mac coaches team, current coaches. Who let Let's just say three on three team. We'll We'll limit it. Or give us give us
2: your top overall selection.
0: Who who would be on your team? team? Your Mac coaches team, current
1: coaches to play a game. Yeah, who's
0: Who's Who's the un Who's unbeatable? If you put that team together, you'd coach them.
1: Jeez, man, that's a good – you know what, I, 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 Huger, I guess, right? Like, I, I think he's the best He probably has to have
0: one of, the, one of the spots on that team, I would think.
1: Yeah, Huger would be on the team. Uh, I guess you would want Bowles to set screens. He's a big dude. I, <laughs> I want him to set screens and finish plays. And then I got to think, I, you know, I I don't know, I don't I don't know. I know James Whitford can't play because I I know him very well. I've known him for twenty five <laughs> years. So he can't play. Um, you know, I really don't know who the other best players are that are coaching in this league. I don't know if Jack as a player, Jack Owens. I don't remember him. I know Mike was a good player, Huger. Uh, yeah, well, I'll give you I'll could, give you an
0: easy one because it is a spot on question. But uh, you know, Mark Monty played for. MSU okay. for three – Okay, yeah, so let's go – For four years, so –
1: Yeah, I'll go with Mark, Mike, and Jeff Bowles. Those three yeah, is who I would take. That's a, that's a pretty mm-hmm. good I like
0: squad. It. How, how is yeah. – I know you know uh, Coach Murphy well. I mean, who wins one-on-one game between Coach Murphy and Coach Whitford?
1: Oh, Murph wins that one. Yeah, yeah. Ten, uh, okay. 10 out of 10. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, 10 out of 10. Wow, just slamming slamming Coach Whitford. I know, I know. Yeah, it's that it's, bad, it, huh? It sounds James really bad. James and I – James and I could play a game to fifteen. Uh, you know, go by ones. We'd be in the gym for four hours playing against each other to get to fifteen. <laughs> the two of us, and, and and he's in much better shape than I'm in. So uh, I guess I'd give him the win if it came to that. But uh, yeah, not 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 very pretty. That's yeah. what we
0: should that's what we should do. All these people putting out brackets, Eric. We should put out oh, like, yeah. who who would win if coaches all uh played. But I think it'd kinda of be a landslide. Think, yeah. Like Coach said, I mean Coach Huger was kinda he was he was pretty good.
1: Yeah, back in the day. So was I'll Colton. tell you what his a assistant his, his assistant was a uh, hell of a player. Uh, yeah, Anthony Stacy. Obviously, that's when he I was, was in school there. I, I was mm-hmm. in
0: school there. He was a uh, he was either junior or senior when I started school at BG. Yeah, he was he was a beast for sure. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But so he, I don't know I don't know if you did. Uh, you kind of did this, but your your binge shows you've been watching, I thought, is interesting. Yeah. I think we were gonna maybe try and go around the horn.
2: Yeah, let's let's
0: go around the horn. I'm I'm with that. I think we. What I what? Think, it? Uh, I th- I I see. Uh, uh, there's definite shows I've seen on here. I don't know what the heck your number five show is. What is that? F- Fauda. Oh,
1: Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Listen, that's good. That's wait, a really hold on. good one. Are we, are
2: we doing the dramas or are we doing the comedies? Let's he, go to Netflix.
1: Let's he, had Netflix. A Netflix right he had a Netflix uh, okay. list everybody's, that I was
2: basing it off of, but. Okay.
1: Everybody's, everybody's on Netflix right now. So look, look, let's go through this real quick. If we're going to go to Netflix and you're saying, okay, what do I want to watch? First of all, unquestionably, you want to watch Narcos four seasons worth phenomenal, phenomenal show. Phenomenal two seasons of Mexico. And two seasons, uh, their original two seasons of Narcos. Great, great show. Must see TV. You have to concentrate because there's subtitles for a lot of it when they speak in Spanish. (laughs) But great show, okay? I'm currently, this is what I do. This is how I occupy some of my time. I don't binge watch. I don't watch 10 episodes at one time. I don't watch five episodes at one time because... I want to savor the enjoyment of the show. Okay. Okay. So right now I'm on Ozark season three, Jason Bateman, unbelievable show. I just, I just finished. I I just finished.
0: We both finished.
1: Yeah, So what I do is I wake up now that I have this little routine. I wake up every morning. I have a stepper in my uh, basement, Stairmaster, and I put the stepper on. I get on the stepper and I ride the stepper for 40 minutes and I watch my show while I'm riding the stepper there every single morning. So I'm going to go one show a day. So over the next 10 days, I've just finished uh, three episodes of of Ozark. I'll get to finish that by this time next week. I'll be done. Great. That just gave me 10 days of enjoyment for an hour a morning, right? So Ozark, phenomenal. Last Chance you. have you seen that? Last Chance you. No. Oh my gosh. It's a documentary. I think there are three seasons, maybe four seasons. It's a documentary about junior college football. Okay. It's awesome. Not good, awesome. Uh, one two seasons they do down in Mississippi, uh, one of the best football programs in Mississippi. You see how these kids get to, to the junior college, their season. At Juco and then a little bit of their recruitment a couple of those guys have then gone back on and been very very successful uh, after leaving uh Juco and then they had two seasons they went out to uh to Kansas to a junior college in Kansas and the coach of that team is off the charts out of his mind (laughs) and it's unbelievable and and again for somebody who coaches it's it's just uh it's so it's it's gripping it's like you can't stop watching it. okay mm-hmm. great great show something that i would binge watch something like that because it's like it's a documentary it's like yeah. tiger king you watch tiger yeah. king yeah i watched tiger I king tried over two yeah days. i tried you i didn't,
2: didn't like it i didn't no, do it. yeah no. yeah i couldn't I do don't it. It. I didn't I don't get it i
1: don't get it i don't
0: get it Although okay. yep. I know everyone's bored right now, or you know, trying yeah. to keep busy, but that's about it.
1: Good, listen, we all have that. That's that's what makes it fun. You have your opinion? I thought it was. I thought it was enjoyable. Again, with my kids, we watched it. We were like, "These people are crazy! I <laughs> yeah. can't yes. believe it!" But it was fun. Okay, so those three: House of Cards. Yes. Obviously, that's what Netflix started with, right? House of Cards. Great yeah. series. Uh, I think they did six seasons. The Last season uh, was not very good. The Last season didn't have uh, – why am I missing it? Forgetting Kevin his Spare. name. Kevin Spacey, yeah. Kevin Spacey, yeah. right, because uh, of, of what we understand. So that season was not great. It looked like it was put together really quickly. Didn't yeah. expect to not have them. But the other season's phenomenal. Okay. Then this yeah. last show, this is the one that not everybody has heard of. And that's I've why I put it on ever, there. Ever. You haven't heard of it. Mm. It's called FAUDA. F-A-U-D-A. It is an Israeli show. It's like in Israel, it's on their NBC, right? Okay. So it's like their law and order, SVU, in Israel. It's got three seasons. The third season is coming out on Netflix in two, uh, April 17th is when it's coming out. It's a 30 to 40 minute show. It is about the Israeli uh, special, special forces unit and the Palestinian special forces unit and it's like it's it's really really good really good and it's it's like a a political drama with a little bit of you learn a little bit about the characters and you like it but it's really interesting about what they're doing and how their special ops units are fighting each other and doing all that type of stuff The one suggestion with Fauda, really important. My phone is ringing in the background. Sorry about that.
2: No, you're good. Okay.
1: My one suggestion with Fauda is that if you watch it, they have a version where it's dubbed over in English where the people speaking, instead of having to read the subtitles, you can listen to them in English. Do not do it that way. If you're going to watch it if you're gonna watch it, watch it in Israeli and watch them and read the subtitles, the characters, the way they've uh put the dubbing, it takes away from the enjoyment of the video. You're better off reading it the way you read narcos yeah. than you are listening to the US English version. Great show. Not a good show, great show. It's the number one show in Israel. Um, and it's crazy. It's got, how did you find that? How did I find it? Somebody suggested, somebody suggested it to me. I watched it. It's like 36 minutes. It was one of my workouts Mm -hmm. and I said, Oh, this is really good, man. I'm going to, I'm going to spend the next two weeks doing this. And I watched two, two years worth. And I couldn't wait for a third season to come out. It's the number one. I have a former player in Israel, Jimmy Hall. Mm -hmm. He, I asked him. He said he watches it every week out there. It's like oh, the biggest. <laughs> it's their, you know, it's their number one show. Mm-hmm. And the twists and turns. It's it's crazy because you think it's real, but it's not real. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right. Oh, no. Love it. I showed a lot
1: of. I showed a lot of uh, excitement about about that show for you guys. Yeah, That's the, great.
0: No. We, and then we just uh, I don't know why this has ever had we've never seen this before, but we gotta we got a countdown clock on us now. We got seven and a half minutes with you until
1: okay. shut, nope. till the shut
0: until this shuts off. No problem. Never seen that before. But hey. It's kind of nice Zoom, actually.
1: <laughs> Zoom does forty minute meetings. Uh
2: yep. Yeah, yeah. Well, there we go. We gotta we gotta get the we gotta upgrade. We gotta get the
0: well the the shows I'd cheap, throw in there are uh, yeah. I don't know if you're a breaking bad guy, but Better Call Saul. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. Excellent show. Yeah. I love it uh and then is sons of anarchy a,
1: a netflix show sons of anarchy is an fx show
2: fx yeah, it yeah, may right. be
1: on it may be on netflix but it's on fx i know it's on, all,
2: it's on Hulu. it's definitely on
0: hulu i've seen that's, it on that's hulu. a personal favorite of mine They're, these aren't all Yourself. netflix but um ozark for sure uh Breaking Bad was in there Game of Thrones is a I yeah, mean, I know classic that's Netflix but that's and I'm not watching that now I watched that ages ago but those are like my yeah. top five binge worthy yeah. shows Eric you have anything to throw in there
2: yeah I don't know I I really have gotten into Ozark that that I think that's gonna cut in my top five for sure I yeah, think it's it, very it good was, it's very it was good. very good um but yeah I mean Game of Thrones Breaking Bad all the all the normal stuff
0: when um, in a couple months here, hopefully we'll knock on wood. When the NFL season starts up, you're a big Jets guy. What do you? Jets. What do you, yeah. Yeah. What do you? What do you expect? I mean, they they couldn't take down the Brownies.
1: <laughs> yeah, listen, man. this is what I think about the Jets. I think they got to continue to build their team. This this draft, they need to get some weapons for for Sam Darnold. They need to get a, a wide receiver. I'm hoping that their first pick will be a wide receiver. Um, I think in the in the in the free agency they help their line, um, and you know we'll see. We'll see. I think the ver- the jury is still out on a couple of these quarterbacks that were drafted in that draft class, um, including the Browns quarterback. Right, he was drafted in the same draft class yeah. as the Jets quarterback and the Bills, and then obviously Lamar Jackson. He's the, he's the one that has turned out to be the best of all these guys right now. Um, but I do think Sam Darnold, you know, if they can surround him with some guys, he can be a really good quarterback in the NFL. That's what I think, and I'm hoping I'm, hoping I'm right. But this will be a, obviously a big season for him, uh, you know, year three. You you gotta have a little bit of a jump. The difference between Jet fans and Brown fans is Jet fans go. they they're optimistic but they're realistic. Mm. Brown
2: yeah, fans never never realistic are,
1: <laughs> are optimistic but they're delusional. And that is right there in a nutshell in terms of the fan bases, and I've been here long enough to, to say that with with confidence uh, it's not just a statement we both have had a lot of difficult times as a organization the difference is going into the season we're optimistic but we are also realistic i I haven't had one September cookout with a Browns fan where they have not predicted that they are going to win their division in <laughs> the tw- close to 20 years i've lived here not once have they said you know what man if we finish six and ten this year that be okay even in the zero win thing they were claiming you know playoff. on a zero yeah. win season I'd like to think my, as
0: myself as kind of the poster child of what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. There you <laughs> <go>. There's no <laughs> yeah. doubt. There's that's, no doubt. I love point, getting, right. I love getting uh random texts throughout the NFL season about whether it's Baker Mayfield or about whether it's just the Browns. Uh, it's, it's always great to hear from you. Although.
1: <laughs> yeah. Listen, every once in a while, I enjoy, I enjoy busting chops every once in a while. It's sort of one of the things I have fun with. So Getting to Great. see that and and one of my assistants, jules he he's he's like you, Jeremy. he's a diehard Browns fan, and you know he wore you know he wore a sweatshirt when they didn't win any game, and he was very close to disowning them at at mm-hmm. one point this season. He got about as close as he ever had gotten to wow. to giving up on his organization and trying to find a new team <laughs> to root for, but again. it's it's like all of us we're suckers for our teams they draw us back in and i'm sure you're already feeling like, hey they put the pieces together they got the offensive line and they got a new coach and this that and the other and i'm sure you're thinking you're starting to think that you guys will be better than the ravens next year right
0: no question
1: yeah yeah right and come september Mm -hmm. kick their ass we're just in april we're just in april wait until the buildup by the time we get to September you will expect a 14 and 2 season you'll go through the schedule come <laughs> September we did that last and year you'll say I, I can't imagine anything other than 14 and 2 13 and 3 and then I don't know who they play week one but I do remember this past week one with the Tennessee Titans did to that was one of the most enjoyable Sundays for me to have Watching the meltdown in this area about about the Browns after that game.
0: Well, all I'll say to that is, right now I'd take a two and fourteen season if that means I'm watching football. If that means I'm that's watching true. something, right. I'll, ta- I'll well, take. do yeah. I don't let's think that's. Um, fingers, but <laughs> Coach, yeah, we got we got less than a minute here at show. So uh, again, we'll wrap things up here. This was a lot of fun. Uh, it's good to kind of get away from. The, the stuff that we're dealing with day to day and to go over some of your lists and everything. And uh, yeah. really, really appreciate you coming on with us. And hopefully we're talking hoops in the beginning of the season uh, really soon.
1: Sounds good. Listen, everybody be safe. I, I, I appreciate you having me. Wash your hands, social distance. We all talk about it every day. Uh, thank you for having me and uh, everybody be safe. I hope to see everybody soon.
2: Sounds Thanks good. coach.
0: Thanks coach. All right.
1: Fellas. There is...